We welcome Sonoma County's own Roadside Bombs to the stage of the Phoenix Theater. Collectively, this group has an incredible punk history, and we're thrilled to have them on this show. Tonight, we'll explore what drives these men, how they've channeled that into their music, and later, they'll play a collection of songs. Please welcome to the program, Roadside Bombs. Roadside Howdy. Bombs. How's it going? Yeah, thank you. Hell yeah. Us. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks, you bet. Oh, boy. Uh, not to date or age anyone but have you ever done the math collectively on how many years of punk rock this band has yeah, under man. its belt <laughs> wow yeah i know a lot do we think Lots. it's over 100 I, I think 100 might be pushing it but it, but it's pretty no, damn not close no, I, I don't think so man this, no this no. guy here he's got yeah. 35 so i'm yeah ben, um, you're, yeah number. you're right add to the number over 100 i got 20 and we're young bitch. over here and yeah you guys i got about 20 plus well, eric, <laughs> that's where we're starting this thing eric you've been playing for how many how many years it's a reality on check stage? on this stage yeah i would say over 25 over, years, yeah, over almost 25. almost 30 years. I know the now. same with Ben. Probably 30 years. You guys, yeah, yeah, yeah we, we got some randoms years. in the house, and mm-hmm, holy cow, mm-hmm. we, we got some, some time on this stage. Some people yes. would argue that this is a Sonoma County punk supergroup. So, some might. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be me, but some might. <laughs> some might. Yeah. There, there's people from all. I mean, you guys have been in all sorts of different bands, yeah. and if you've watched any punk rock shows in the last 20 years here, you've probably been to one of your guys' shows, and that's a remarkable yeah. thing. So it's cool to have you here tonight. Yeah, thank um, you for that. I think the best place to start here would be, and I know the story, but the others maybe don't. If you wouldn't mind telling us what you guys were doing early October. Oh. Yeah. And uh, how life sure. changed and what happened, because I think it, it number one, it shows like th- this band has real momentum in a way that a lot of bands uh, don't not not no disrespect anybody. But you guys have done some really incredible things and yeah. you were doing an incredible thing. But then everything kind of changed. Well, yeah, well, um, yeah. So we were we were on tour at, uh, at the point in October. We were uh, releasing think, our new record, Rise Up. Right. To promote the new record. And uh, we were in Spain. We actually had our first days off. We had like two days off. Um, we're sitting on the beach in Batalonia. You know, things were good. And then um, we had to uh, we had to put it all together to go back to the next show. And it was uh, probably you know midnight here when we got on the road. And and time on the road gets kind of boring, and everybody's just kind of flipping through the internet and whatever. And uh, I saw a headline that said uh, California town. You know like hundreds of houses burning blah 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 and then it said santa rosa and i was like holy shit i mean really actually i think the um i think the headline said uh california town santa rosa burns and uh so i kind of mentioned it to the rest of the guys at which point we had we had made it all the way into france to our next show uh, on our way to the next show and um and within an hour we had news that jeremy's house had burned down with our yeah. practice space. Right. His family was uh, evacuated in a matter of moments. She didn't have much time. They rode by at like 1.30 in the morning yeah. uh, over the loudspeaker. You got to go. And uh, she managed to grab the animals with two of my sons that were home. And they left within 15 minutes. And the house, the studio, everything was gone within two hours, wow. if that. Yeah, we were, actually, uh, we were actually calling people in the States 
and letting them know that the fire was like I, I actually I was driving so I, I had uh, Ian who was co-piloting I had him call my son woke my son up out of bed and was like why are you still home and he says like what do you mean I was like Sonoma's on fire he's like what are you talking about and, then, and I could hear him on the phone he walked out onto the deck and looked out and just was like oh shit you know um, and so yeah so then we, we basically had to from that point we had to make the, the decision to, to come back we had a another i don't know five or ten shows to do right and um but you know there was no way we could keep keep be gone for that you know and uh so then we had this epic journey of dropping these guys off at the airport and then taking like an care. 18 hour drive yeah. to the airport and then <laughs> yeah. a 12 hour flight home to to take and then taking care of all the loose ends that we had going on there so we had the van and we had the equipment and all that stuff and, merch and, and so i stayed with my buddy ian and we went through and dropped off all the equipment and returned the van and spent another day and a half where we were getting, you know, we were just getting word here and there, like, okay, you know, we talked to all our family and stuff and so far they were okay, but nobody could say, you know, what, what was going to happen next. And so, yeah. Anybody who lives in Sonoma County, it's, you don't even need to describe what happened because it'll never forget it. Yeah. But to anybody who wasn't, it was like a dystopian uh, yeah. traumatic end of the world experience. Absolutely. And I bet anybody, you guys especially, being away from it, and obviously, you know, it's something you'll never forget. Uh, and I'm sorry to bring it up right off the bat, but I just oh, think it's, it's one of those things where, talk about a contrast, you know? Yeah. I mean, this band is on tour with Harrington Saints. Yeah. I, I, one of you is wearing a Harrington Saints shirt I tonight. Gonna, you were. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and you were on such a high, and then this thing yeah. happened in the midst of such a, crazy political year which mm. has infused this new record of yours yeah. i mean talk about like this perfect storm of craziness that yeah went on. It, it just didn't none of it seemed real you know none of it seemed real there i i was talking to my daughter when, when i was when i was away and she's like you just don't know where the fire is it's just everything is smoke well you were here everything was smoke everything is glowing and uh and and we were just like you know we have got to get back as soon as possible and uh it was you know came back and of course by the time we got back it took us you know me anyway it took me like three days to get back yeah. and by which point most most of the stuff was if not under control at least people had a grip on what was really going on but what like but, an epic journey coming yeah. back and um you know how many houses do we know does anybody know that specific 6200 or 6200 just to give the scope to people who didn't live here during that Uh, unbelievable i I think fifty thousand people were evacuated it it just is unlike anything that i think any of us in our lives had ever experienced and and hopefully never again yeah and hopefully never again um and i I bring it up right off the bat because you've released this album rise up Mm. in this crazy political era that we've Mm. been in and we'll we'll talk about all that sure but what you kind of see happening is you you have like national and internationally you see just like bad news Mm. left and right but then you come back to this this community a community how long have you all lived in sonoma county a lot of your lives yeah 40 years long time Yeah. yeah so supportive yeah everybody's watching each yeah. other's back and it was it's a really interesting contrast to live in because it feels like everything is fucked yeah you know <laughs> yeah, I think, in in the world and then yeah. and then you come back to a place where it feels like people are taking care of each yeah. other I, I think i think you had it right i think the world is kind of fucked but at the same time i think uh a lot of that just is because you get all the snippets of shit off the internet you know the the internet has this amazing way to like to like funnel down and 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 filter out all the 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 good stuff and just kind of feed you all the shit you know and um and i mean there's no doubt that we're in a we're in a you know a a 
a time that's i mean there's a lot of it's turmoil you know i mean on, on any by any other de- uh, definition it's like it's the most tumultuous time that i've ever lived in and in, in you know and uh but i think that it's important to remember that you know really you live in a you live in the just in the community that you're in right i mean you know so like what i really witnessed was i witnessed the good in people when i got back it was like everybody was you know making runs down to 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 pick up supplies and yeah. dropping them off and 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 like you know people that if i was if it was doing my identity politics if i was online and i saw them pop up i'd like oh you're a you're a you know a nazi or this or that you know but really we see him on the street i'm like oh that guy's helping out too it's this it's this weird identity you know thing that we get behind like we have to pick a side all the time i i honestly think that um you know that that that's the people are good you know and 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 this was a really good uh i don't know it's just a really good uh uh showing of that here in the county i mean the county really i saw that firsthand with all the help and that we had gotten throughout we're still getting help from people i mean just through that first week we had people coming out to the beach houses we were at and just bringing us stuff and it was just stuff we didn't really ask for but they were just coming they knew we needed this we needed that and it was there yeah and strangers which was amazing Mm-hmm. It's a good reminder because you guys put out Rise Up and mm-hmm. this is the new 2018 Roadside mm-hmm. Bombs album. And it documents a lot of stuff that I would say you're frustrated about sure. in terms of what you've seen. And so it, it, it is nice to sometimes get a reminder of the good yeah. because in the last year it has not always been apparent about how much no. good there no, is. No, it really hasn't. It really hasn't. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know if you had more to say on that. but Well, I mean... Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, the list is Get so out the manifest. long. <laughs> yeah, you said during you joked about having a manifesto. You wanted to share well, it I, during I, the I, performance. Working <laughs> I'm working on the manifesto. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's on the record. I mean, really, um, my thing is just simply that the, it's it's the, the rich and poor. The divide between the rich and poor has just become so vast and so apparent and so flagrant. It's like it's like it used to be a deal where. You know, they, they, they kind of fed us this idea that you, you know, you really could, if, and not even even idea, it was the truth. If you, if you, you know, you worked hard enough, you could reach a point where, you know, you could retire and you could do, you could, you could own your house and you could get out of financial insecurity and these things would actually happen for you. And uh, people in our generation, people, you know, in their, people coming up now have no real uh, expectation that that'll ever happen. I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, I mean, you've got, if it's not a two income family, it's only because it's a three income family because there, you can't, you know, at least in California, that just doesn't happen anymore. You know, like one breadwinner, you know, give me two examples of that off the top of your head. You know, it just doesn't happen. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a, uh, and really it's, it, it's all about greed. You know, it really boils down to greed. It's nothing else. It's not, it's not anybody smarter. It's not any, you know, it, it's not even education because you used to be able to with a high school education or less, you should have a vocation. You could go out there, you could, you could uh, work in a factory, you could swing a hammer, whatever. And that stuff, even though it was a commonplace job to have, it would still pay your rent. You, you know, could get would, paid for you it. You would get paid for it. Yeah. And now it's just like, you know, they, there was this, there was a thing the other day, uh, you know, I, 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 I only, I only read it so the, the numbers could be skewed, but basically, you know, they said that 82% of all the wealth created in the last 12 months went to the top 2% of the, 
of the of of uh, people in our society. Eighty two percent of everything new. That means eighty two percent of the raises, eighty two percent of the profits, eighty two percent of the expansion in the economy, all went to two percent of the people at the top. I mean, how how do you how do you cut the rest of that up? How do you keep living on a smaller chunk of the pie year after year after year after year? I mean, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And you, in your lifetime, have really seen a shift. I mean, it wasn't great when you were a child, necessarily, but it's definitely gotten exponentially yeah, worse. Exponentially worse. It, it seems like in our modern day, punk rockers, artists, comedians are kind of like our philosophers. Mm. You know what I mean? People look to bands like this and people that are speaking truth to to kind of find words for them or to kind of be able to channel what they're feeling into a way they can connect. And that's the great thing about music is people can come to your show and it's an accessible way. If you were just to get up there and do a spoken word about your feelings on income inequality, less people would probably come sure. than come to a roadside bomb show. Sure, sure, sure. So it, it's, it's a very interesting platform for you guys to have. Not yeah. only do you get to, you know, have this cathartic experience of playing rock that's fun, yeah. but you also get to like channel your frustrations yeah. and kind of have a platform to speak some truth. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the rest of these guys, but I think all the all the greatest bands in history, the greatest rock and roll based bands, so punk rock bands, whatever, they've all had their, you know, had something to say when they got up there. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, I mean, we're just we're just a little, you know, uh, you know, side project for our regular workaday stuff, you know, really when you think yeah. about it. But you know, it, it, when you when you give somebody a microphone. You know, you have to think about, what, well, are you just going to fart into it or are you going to say something, you know? And so, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sound like, you know, we're any sort of philosophers. I just kind of write the stuff. We don't even, generally speaking, when we write music, we, don't, I don't, we come to the, van, the practice room with nothing. We just come walk in the room, you know, and maybe whatever hit with the news that day is what's at the very tip of my mind, and somebody's got and a somebody riff play or a riff, and then we just take it from there. Just go from there. Thank so. God you got something to say because none of us would know. <laughs> yeah, we just want to play music, and you got some shit to say, so have at it. Well, a good example of what you're talking about. You, you talk about income inequality, which seems like that might be one of your big, like one of your big passionate uh, objections to what how the world has gone. Sure. And you say, well, how do, how do we allow that to happen? How does society uh, go in such a way? And so you have a song. Uh, on the new album called War on Love. Mm. War on Love, you have a, a great video about it, and it's, would you like to share a little bit about what's behind that song? Uh, War on Love is it's just, you know, it's a, well, obviously it's a song about, you know, people's right to be with whomever they care to be with. You know, um, you know, uh, for the most part, people will say that's a gay marriage or, a, or a, um, you know, gender equality or whatever it is but for for me it's just like you should be you should be able to be with whomever you want for whatever reason you want nobody you know nobody has a nobody has you know any uh nobody has any right to your time you know it's like or a right to be you know uh intrude in your in in how you want to spend your your time and your life and your you know in your 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 emotional you know, bank uh, currency, you know? Yeah, and the reason I bring it up is that issue, that whole idea of scaring people about other people's private business was used in a pretty effective way to distract the populace, to make mm. people get divided, to sure. hate each other for, for very dumb reason, but effectively. Mm -hmm. And yet we've made so much progress on that front. But what yeah. I think has been really unfortunate about the last year is all these battles that we thought we'd made so much progress on, that we'd yeah. won, that yeah. a lot of people stopped feeling passionately about. Yeah. We're, we're seeing 
it being eroded away. Yeah. And we're seeing yeah. that like you, you, you fight for a cause. It's, it's the, ha- one- it's the hail Mary of the, of the, the old white man is yeah. what yeah. this, uh, is what this uh, administration is, what this last, I, I, I think this is the last push of, of that whole generation, that whole way of thinking. I think, you know, they, they were able to muster just enough support and just enough hatred and anger to get one last, you know, Ooh. um, uh, Hail Mary, you, what, what's got to happen, though? There's got to be a really strong defensive end out oh, there right. to knock that ball away. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, because there's a, you know, there's, an, a, a, um, there's a, a, a population out there that's, that's ready, you know, because of the uh, income inequality and the, and the, 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 the you know, wages never, get, never rising and, and opportunity decreasing, there's a, a populace out there that's ready to hate they're ready you know portions of it anyway that are ready to be angry and ready to hate and ready to say oh well to blame and say that was the problem and those people were the problem and 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 you know things like that and i think that without you know it's certainly something that could you know that could that could get a whole lot worse without without like you said a good defensive end yeah (laughs) you know good backfield here we've got to be quick and nimble i think still the game is is still in play yeah absolutely yeah it's just remarkable to see the erosion of progress Mm -hmm. in a way that i think a lot of us in our adult lives are are kind of shocked about and and so this this album rise up Mm -hmm. do you think that that this album would have come together the way that it did without the election of this president well maybe without the election because most of it was written during during the uh, the campaign yeah. so you know but um it without social media and without the without the the back and the daily back and forth of yeah. you know of one side bashing the other and, and and the like you said you know the 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 way that the social media was manipulated the way we were ma- manipulated through social media to 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 uh you know one against the other I don't think it would have I don't think the album would have come together the same way without all that what do you define as rising up I mean you call the album I, rise I, up. I'm not I'm not one of these um I'm not one of these uh revolutionary types you know I think the uh, uh no 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 level of anarchy is what I'm talking about I just mean that you know listen you've we've allowed we've we've stood by and not and not participated and by not participating this was this is the outcome and your rights are being taken away um you're you know um we are we are making huge step backward steps in 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 you know the progress i mean civil rights movement the, the gay rights movement I, like i i mean like we have an openly white supremacist president of the united states i mean there's just no other way to describe him so you know to me I'm I'm not advocating any form of you know rebellion other than it really does matter to get out there and you know either run for office you know you got to vote you know that 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 part you know I mean just like work for a candidate you work want for a candidate you want make sure that you're not letting somebody because if you if you're not speaking somebody's filling that void yeah. somebody is speaking for you if you don't vote then the guy who votes against you is voting twice is the way I look at it you know so you know you gotta you gotta just you gotta you know engage if you don't if you don't engage on some level and and you know not everybody wants to you know not everybody wants to punch a nazi in the face i mean some some people do some people uh, do some people do yeah but 
there's 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 a whole gradient there you know there's there's supporting you know supporting um you know candidates who who oppose you know all this austerity and all this shit you know there's there's ways to make it happen you know and you got to be there i think an interesting discussion could be that tom gaffey is a natural born anarchist that's true you I believe in anarchy yeah mm. This, Which is is actually, this is a man that, that does not believe in anarchy. So, what is your what is your full throated well, defense of anarchy? Yeah, I'm not. I, I my defense is that that's it's something I was born with, and and I've just always felt that way. No no man has the right to determine how another man will live. Mm. Uh, if that other man wants to live and have some level of level of comfort and food and mm-hmm. housing, uh, it would be wise for that person to live in the system he's living in and make sure. that work. Sure. Uh, so anarchy, I think, in a thoughtful way, can can actually work well. Mm. But it has to be a benevolent form of anarchy, and people need to work together. Mm-hmm. Certainly you can, and we're seeing more and more of it out on the streets. We're seeing homeless people mm-hmm. consciously making that decision to be homeless. Mm-hmm. And that's a form of anarchy. Mm-hmm. They are out there doing mm-hmm. it on their own. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, in, in doing that, in many ways, they're breaking many laws, and they are going against society themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's working for some of them and not working for others. Sure, uh, there's an, uh, a form of anarchy, but I gotta say, uh, one of my other favorite forms of anarchy at a time was a band called Hoodhouse. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Now, why is that? Nelson Mandela. What, what was Hoodhouse? What was Hoodhouse? White courtesy telephone. Oh my God! Yeah, it would, it would, it wow. Almost every show they played was almost like anarchy on stage. But what? what, what There's what, a difference what, between a riot yeah. <laughs> okay. and, and, and anarchy. Let's give some is context. That, that Hood, Hoodhouse was. It's, it was. <laughs> An early uh, band oh, that uh, <laughs> that I was the lead singer in. <laughs> okay, which is, which I think is a good lead-in for the question. Anybody at the table, but perhaps you specifically, mm. because you were in Hoodhouse. Sure. Uh, how have your personal causes that you feel passionately about changed over time, or have they largely remained the same? They, I can I can tell you from. <laughs> so if you go to this record, like. I, you know, as any 20, I, I, I can tell you I would not have written War on Love at 21. You know, I don't think that I had the, um, I don't think I had the uh, emotional insight to do so. Like, I got, I've, uh, we've, 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 we've been, it's been almost universally um, accepted. I live in Northern California, you know, but um, I have got a lot of people come up and pat me on the back and say, wow, what a brave mood to, to write a song openly talking about, you know, be, the, the right of, of, of gays to, to marry. People really quickly forget, like, yeah. what 10 years ago looked like, what 20, 20 years ago looked like. five years ago. But it's a brilliant and wonderful yeah. development that yeah. it's not acceptable to, you know, say yeah. something that's bad is gay or yeah, to yeah, yeah. throw around a, you know, yeah. a homophobic term. But Absolutely. when you were, when you were a punk and a teen, it, it yeah. was I very mean, acceptable and I mean, people, and people forget that. Not, not to say that it was right, yeah. but just, you know, in that punk scene, a punk yeah. scene that's thought to be very progressive. It was, it was very, uh, white and straight. I mean, yeah. there was, there was, um, I mean, without question, there were, you know, there, it wasn't, you know, only that, but like, especially when you come from a punk scene that isn't out of more or less a small town, yeah. a couple of small towns. I mean, this was a very straight white scene for a long time. And, um, and even, 
you know, I, I, that was never something that I, I, I never believed in that as a virtue, but it was something that what it also, this, that it gave me the parts that you did want along with the, the stuff that you didn't. So, you know, we would, you know, it's funny because as a, as a, as a young punk, you were always called a faggot, you know, like, I mean, that's, it, that was like, that was a daily thing, you know, walking around in this small town like this, they just sure. assume if, you know, that that's what, the, that's what they'd say. And, uh, and uh, and then and then keep put on top of that that I I I uh, like to align myself with the the non-racist skinhead movement, you know that combination of those two, and it was it was you know it was a weird place to be, it was a weird place to be for sure. Yeah, and you're open to learn. That's the I think that's the coolest thing about mm-hmm. where you're at now is you mm-hmm. know it. You want to talk bravery? It takes bravery to say, look, I used to act and think this way. Mm-hmm. but I don't anymore. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of the time we like to, pardon the phrase, whitewash our record. Sure. You know, <laughs> sure. act like we always knew sure. the right thing to say sure. and we were sufficiently open-minded. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, a lot of us, especially over a certain age, were not. Yeah. Because that was just the world that we grew up yeah. in. But well, I, know, I mean, it, you know, was, it was a different, it was a, it was a difficult thing to, uh, to, to like outwardly, you know, even explore the idea that, hey, it's, you know, you you just couldn't it was hard to be to 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 i don't know it it was hard to dif- differ it was hard to be on the outside it was hard to it was hard to like express a, an opinion about something like that like I, people would always come up to me as a skinhead they would always say so what you so you're a skinhead so you're proud you're you're a racist right i'm like i'm like no i'm like you know i'm not actually and they're like well you're proud to be white yeah i'm like well I guess, but really, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to have some pride in who I am at this moment. It doesn't have anything to do with the identity of being white or whatever. And so we'd fight, you know, and, and that's how that always would work out. You'd come up with a reason to fight those guys, you know. I mean, that's, that's how it always worked. Right, right over there. Sometimes <laughs> over there. A lot of times back there. Back in, yeah, yeah. Back, <laughs> parking lot. And when you say those guys, you mean people who are trying to give you trouble? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we there was a there was a lot of um, there was a lot of racist skinheads in the in in and around the Bay Area uh, in the in the early to mid '80s and the early yeah. '90s. Not so much once it, it, right around 1990, things started switching up pretty good. They did. But uh, but we used to I used to fight a lot of those guys, and I did, I wasn't like the sharps do now. It's not like you know I I knew that I had this moral high ground and like it was us against them. It was just those were the guys trying to beat us up for being weirdos because we weren't on their side. You know, you're like, well, if you're a skinhead, you got to be with us. Well, no, that ain't gonna work. So. Yeah, if anybody out there is confused as to sharps and skins and all that, okay. go listen to the resilience episode. We went yeah. really deep into it on the resilience <laughs> okay. episode. There you go. Yeah. Album ends with election day. Mm. What what is the vibe of that song? It's just basically it's it's about the 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 the, the morals and values that we have always said and the and the the idealism that we have always said that this country stands for and the fact that you know, it's not, that is not what being put forward in the current, uh, narrative when it comes to, you know, the current politics, the current, you know, uh, uh, stance on immigration, all of that stuff. It's like, like we've always said we were inclusive 
even if it was bullshit a lot of the time, we've always said it at least. And now we're just like, no, we're not letting the, we're not going to let people in from this country because of their, you know, because of their ties to terrorism through their religion. It's just, it's, 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 it's something that we've always at least given lip service to the fact that, hey, we're a, we're an open and free society. And now we're just going like, nah, fuck it. We're not doing that anymore. Like we don't, we don't let your type in here. You know, doors are closed, you know, um, you know, maybe maybe if you come from the right, you know, northern European countries or, or wherever Trump buys his wives or whatever, they, it's a different story. But the but the uh, but if you know you're, uh, the, the, I mean, from the from before the campaign even started, with that they're coming over our borders and they're sending rapist shit. I mean, it's, he's yeah. a goddamn white supremacist, you yeah. know. I mean. <laughs> It gets to the point if it keeps moving in one direction or the other, eventually uh, people like ourselves wouldn't be able to get over the border. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Just for the way we believe and talk. Yeah. And I just want to say that, you know, I'm, I, I, since we don't sit around as a band very often and have political statements, so, so, <laughs> so since, since I'm, a, I'm answering a lot of these questions, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not just assuming to speak for all these guys. They're just, you know, you asked me, I wrote the song. So, yeah. you know, if these, if, if they have any different, uh, differing opinions, you know, I, I still love them. So we, I just wrote a really good guitar riff. Yeah. That's this guy's pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. spot on. Yeah. yeah, I got, I got nothing, Ben. Okay. Just keep yeah. coming up with stuff right. yeah. and talking. Yeah. I got nothing. All right, fine. No, good enough. You have any closing thoughts on anything, Mr. Gaffey? Uh, it's been a good show. I've been waiting for this one actually, because uh, you guys all uh, mostly have been playing here for yeah quite a while. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, welcome back. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, thanks for you. coming. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank appreciate you. it. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Well, thank you all for joining us tonight. Yeah, this is a special much. band for anybody who's been a punk in Santa Rosa for the last twenty years, and it's really special to record on this very stage, yes. an episode yeah. that is with people who've had a 30-year history in this building and that's remarkable so yeah. um it feels special and i'm yeah, really grateful that you guys came and did this well with thanks us, for so. having us yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you yeah, that thank was great a lot and in just a moment we get to see the culmination to this point of all your musical journeys as roadside bombs plays a set of music thank you again for joining us guys thank you right on, thank, you. Right on. thank you